What's up? What's up? What's up? Guys, we are back at the Funkaholics Podcast Studio, and we are ready to record a very fun episode of Freestyle, if you will. And I've got an OG back with us, and also we got some young blood. You guys have heard his voice before, and before I get all the introductions out there, the Funkaholics Podcast is starting right now. You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Oh man, I say it every time. It's just a good feeling when that music drops. And guys, I apologize for a little bit of the excitement. Um, I was coming off of a Martin High. Um, I watched a reunion and it was everything that I had hoped for. Especially when Brother Man showed up. So... Without further ado, we've got some people here in the studio today, and we are ready to carve it up, chop it up, however, whatever works best for you. Um, Sal, my brother from another mother. What's up, buddy? And what's going I'm on, man? Happy, happy, happy to be back after a little layoff. <laughs> right? You know, them holiday time gets busy. Exactly, so, exactly. But holidays are behind us, and uh, yeah, happy to be back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And a little bit of that young blood, like I said, that we were talking about. He's a rookie right here. He couldn't even get the mic on, but we figured out the problem. We got a great tech team over here. They do, they, you know, they they take care of everything over here. Drew, what's up, my dude? How you doing? What's happening? Fresh off a little month break. It's been a while. Glad we're here. Got the whole gang here. Hell yeah, hell yeah. So, guys, uh, in today's episode, we are going to do a freestyle, but we are going to cover Albuquerque Comic Con. So, the Funkaholics were blessed um, with the assistant, or well, with a huge, huge help, and we're sending out a very, very large thank you. Um, and uh, and we're also going to cheers to them as well, because that's what we do over here at the Funkaholics Podcast, but shout out to the Lobo Comics. Um Henry and Sam, we we can't thank you guys enough. Um, you know, we're, we're very blessed and we're we're very thankful. So, in true Funkaholics form, we raise our glasses. We do a cheers, cheers to brother. another great episode. Ah, that Terramana hits. Oh my God! There's just Good something shit. about it, man. I know why the Rock loves it so much. Everything that dude does is gold. <laughs> for real. Except for Black Adam. Except for Black Adam. Dang. I still love the movie. Nah, it, was that good. Just, it was good. I yeah. enjoyed it. It just, you know, people are just going to shit on anything DC. I oh, think. yeah. <laughs> it's in a, I don't know. It's in a bad place right now. We'll see what happens with DC. But I I, you know what? I think I, I need to rewatch it. It's on HBO Max right now. Is it? Yeah, maybe, maybe I'll I gotta give it a, another watch. I watched it again. I still loved it. You know what I mean? I was with it. I was like, you know what? Yeah, hell yeah. I, I'm, I, I know there's some parts where it was kind of like a little Disney to me. Mm-hmm. But they always have to put that in there for something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, they always got to keep it family friendly. They don't want to go exactly. Too... It was nice to not to, to see a DC movie that wasn't like over the top dark like they have been. Yeah. So I enjoyed it. Hell yeah. So Albuquerque Comic Con. What what do we get? What do we want to get on the table, man? What do we want to cover? What do we want to start out with? What we've been talking about, and that's that Burke fucking showed up, dude, all the way. Yeah, like 
Well, let's let's put this out there. So this was my first in about 10 or 11 years that I didn't set up as either, an, well, as an artist. <clears throat> I was going to do possibly a vendor table. By the time I actually decided to, they were sold out. So for me, I was able to get my hands on some uh, passes. So I went on Saturday. And yeah, dude, I was blown away by the attendance. And it was very, it was kind of uh, awkward for me to be an, on the other side of the table, yeah. an attendee. So it, it was it was different. And uh, it's kind of funny because my daughter asked me, because I took my daughter and her boyfriend with, and she asked me, oh, did you go check out this uh, guy or that guy and what they were selling? And I was like, nah. <laughs> and she's like, why not? And I go, it was just awkward for me. And it was little bitter, not gonna lie. Yeah, you know what I mean. And especially because, you know, a lot of my artist buddies were there, still going around saying hi to everyone. You know, catching up. And I had people coming up to me and ask me, "Hey, where are you set up?" Yeah. And I'm oh. like, "Nah, yeah." So it's kind of weird. I'm like, "Nah, I, did, I passed on it this year." And then uh, I did go and help uh, you guys out for a couple hours, right? And so even while I was helping you guys out, you're like, people came up to me at your booth and like. Oh, where are you set up? And yeah. Like, no. <laughs> Kept reminding me. Yeah. So, I mean, you did you do me the favor, let me put some stuff out, and thank you. And it made spending the money I spent a whole lot easier. Yeah. <laughs> I did pick up a couple autographs. I got uh, Mick Foley's autograph on a Mankind Pop and got a selfie with him. And I got a Jamie Hader on an AEW ring. That, got, got that idea, bro, I love. I love it so much. Yeah. I mean, if she had a figure, I definitely would have gotten a figure sign. Unfortunately, it's not out yet. So I was going back and forth on getting her card signed because I do have her card that came out in this uh, newest series of Upper Deck. But I'm like, what am I going to do with a signed card? Yeah. <laughs> like I'll, You're going to put it away somewhere yeah, and forget about it's it. It's going to be put in a protector, thrown in a, in a drawer, and never see the light of day again. Yeah. So uh, you did me the favor again because I didn't <laughs> want to go and buy one of a AEW uh, ring. And so I had her sign the, the mat, I guess. Of the AEW ring, and it, it looked legit. I like it. It does. And it leaves it open to where if I meet more AEW wrestlers in the future, I'll just get more signatures on it, and it makes a really nice piece you can hang it up on the wall. Yeah. It looks cool. That's going to be really awesome, because, I, I mean, coming from the, like, I I was one, you know, um, I was one that never got into the autograph game. You know what I mean? Like, I think the last signature that I ever got was like fucking Jake the Snake Roberts, and he signed like a little fucking sticky note for me. Mm-hmm. Um, except for the flare one you got at Russell. Yeah, except yeah. for the flare one because you know obviously you know Sal, <laughs> Sal puts these things into me, and <laughs> but one of the I mean meeting Flair, especially the older he gets, that's you got to jump on it or you're gonna oh, yeah. kick yourself for not doing it. Right? Yeah, absolutely. But the idea behind that, though, like what you got going on, the the moment, like when you can see a big picture and everything, it's gonna look amazing. Yeah, All I, the I autographs so, yeah. on there and everything, and that even that idea that Jake threw out there, he's like, you should just get the little JSA sticker and then you know just have it go like all over the yeah. ring or something yeah, like that. That'll look legit. That would have been nice. that was really cool. Yeah, I did get them uh, both. JSA, JSA was there uh, putting their sticker and giving the little card, certifying it for ten bucks. I'm like, ah, oh, that's worth it. Oh yeah, yeah. So. And it's funny, man, because like a lot of that, like I never knew about any of that shit until, like I said, I met you and then, you know, you started introducing it to me more and everything. And I, I see the excitement. Like, uh, I used to even give flow shit and I used to tell him all the time. I'm like, bro, what are you like, what are you geeking out for? 
And then when I fucking first met Ralph Macho for the first time, I'm like, oh, yeah. no. Like, what the fuck? Dude, I mean, uh, Mick Foley was nice. Don't get me wrong. I, I gave you know, I complimented him on, on the podcast because I, I love his podcast. I don't know if you ever listened to it. Yeah, I it's, have. It's great. So I told him, I was like, hey, love your podcast, you know, and everything. He, he said thanks. And super cool guy. Dude, is, that guy is so big. Yeah, like, I couldn't believe it. When you showed me that photo, I was like, what the fuck? Wow, he's way taller than I expected. And then he's like big. Like, like just a big dude. Yeah. Right? So I was like, yeah, I look like a little kid in the picture. It's weird. Right. And I'm not a small guy, but I look all tiny next to him. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he was nice. But Jamie Hader, holy shit, dude. She was so nice. Yeah. Like, she sat there talking to my daughter and I, five minutes or more. Yeah. And we were yeah. talking, like, because I told her, I was like, uh, oh, I'm so happy, you know, they put the belt on you. And she's like, oh, me too. And I was like, yeah, you know, it's about time, blah, blah, blah. And then we, we started talking about Jade Cargill. And she's like, oh, yeah, they need to take the belt off of her already. And, like, it's getting to her head. Like, I was like, damn. <laughs> damn. She was, like, talking shit about her. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so we were just saying, you know, uh, how we hope she keeps the belt for a while, that there's a lot of good matches out there for her to have. And so I was like, yeah, I hope you get to uh, go against Statlander when she comes back, uh, Thunder Rosa when she comes back. And she's like, yeah. She's like, I actually fought Statlander on the – on the Jera cruise. Oh, no way. Yeah. And yeah. she's like, but no one's ever seen it because there's no footage of it except for the people who saw it. That were there live. Yeah, who yeah. saw it live. She's Damn. like, there's no recording of it. She's like, but we had a banger of a match. She's like, I'd love to put that on national TV for everybody. So yeah. I was like, oh, that'd be great. Hopefully it gets out there, man. Yeah. That'd be awesome. And so, yeah, so we, we, like, we were just going back and forth and talking about her matches and it was great and. You know, we took the selfie with her, and my daughter's. You know, she has to. Have, she has to be standing on a certain side. Yeah, you know, angles. Yeah, and so, so it's funny. So, like, they were both trying to figure out how to angle uh, themselves. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just here in the picture, and they're like both angling themselves. It was hilarious. <laughs> and, she, and so Jamie Hader looks at me. She goes, "It's a girl thing. Leave us alone." I was like, "All right, sorry." <laughs> so yeah, no, it, she was probably in my top three of like celebrity interactions because she was just. Super cool and just happy to be there. She never got that like pissy looking face that sometimes celebs get. Like fuck, I'm still here. No, she was super cool and and happy to um take pictures. And the one thing she was doing, I th- I told you about it. I I don't think I told you, but she was actually giving chops. What? Yeah. No way. I didn't tell you. No. Oh yeah. No. It, it, it on her on her price thing. It said uh autographs um forty dollars. Selfies forty dollars, combo sixty, chops for free, bro. Oh, wow. I I chickened out because I saw her chop a girl like it, this, this girl this is like a big girl, but she fucking chopped her and it like like it was fucking hard. No, like it fucking, like everyone turned around like what was that noise? Yeah, what? Yeah, that's shit. fucking awesome. Yeah, she talking was, about going outside cool. of the yeah. The, the fucking list of, yeah. like, what they offer. Yeah. So, yeah, you could go over there and just fucking get chopped by her. Damn. So, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, obviously she knows what she's doing, but, like, oh, she, yeah. she fucking, like, angled her hand perfectly and, like, because no one, how can I explain it? Like, people stumbled back a little bit, but they weren't hurt. Uh, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. But yeah. it sounded like she was beating the fuck out of people. <laughs> Yeah, it was. I was like, my daughter's like, you should do it. I'm like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> and then I didn't want to go back later and be like, I want to chop, yeah, chop me, chop me. <laughs> but dude, dude. Oh, and the other thing, did you ever go up there and see her? I, bro, we were so busy, we didn't 
Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was, I was saying maybe Sunday <laughs> you might have caught a break, but she is fucking hot. Yeah, like I always thought she was good looking, but if you watch her on TV, like compared to Brit, she looks kind of thick. Yeah, she is not. She's like, she's not thin, but she's like fit, curvy fit. She's fit in all the right yeah. places, but she is not <laughs> at all what she looks like on TV. She's actually like really fit. Yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. Even my daughter, like, because we saw her as she was walking to her table. And I go, look, there's Jamie Hader going to her table. Because when we first went up, they told us she was on a break. And she goes, that's not Jamie Hader. I go, yes, it is. She goes, no, she looks too small. Jamie Hader is kind of thick. I go, no, that's her. And when she sat down, she goes, oh, my God, that is her. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. Camera does add some pounds. Yeah. Yeah. What's the same thing when we saw uh, Jonathan's chick? What's her name? Nia Jax. Oh, Nia Jax. Like on TV, they make her look like she's this big yeah. girl, and in person, she's not. No. She's thick, but not like gross thick. Yeah, like she just looks like attractive thick. Right. Like she's way more attractive in person too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I was like, kind of like second guessing. I was just like, mm, okay, I can kind of see it. Yeah. <laughs> but um. Anyway, got to kind of off track there. But no, it, it was it, for me. It was it was a um really good time, and to be on the other side of things, like I said. It was fun, awkward, a little, you know, bittersweet kind of thing going on. You know, uh, after going and helping you guys out and seeing just, man, you guys were slanging. And I'm like, God damn it. Thinking myself, <laughs> like, I should have fucking set up for myself. But, um, no, yeah, it, it kicked ass, bro. Like, props to Albuquerque for coming out. And, right. Definitely. You know what I mean? Like, Jim put on a good show. I think there's things he could have done differently. Um, I think this is just my personal opinion. I think he needs to go more quality than quantity when it comes to celebrities. Yeah. Cause he's got like 30, 40 of them. It feels like, and, and some of them are, eh, he probably could have passed on right to maybe get someone of a little bit higher caliber, but that's always been his MO when it comes to his cons. So, you know, he, he's been doing it long enough. He knows what he's doing, but just for my taste, I think he could probably cut the list by a quarter and maybe spend that money differently. But that's just me. Do you think, like, out of, like, all the cons that you've attended, you've worked and everything, do you think that, like, helps to, like, draw more people in? Or Oh, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Just I so- mean, even here in the Albuquerque ones, I, I, I mean, this year's, dude, it, and it tripped me out, but, uh. What's the guy's name? Tom Kenny? The SpongeBob voice? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Holy fuck, the line he had. Dude, he was bumping. Like, I, he was the headliner of the show. Like, sure. no doubt, he was the headliner. But you look at past years, they had, like, William Shatner, which that's about as... That's pretty damn big. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's going to bring people the in. The Shat. <laughs> um, you know, they've had... Uh, Jim hasn't, but other Comic Cons here locally have brought in uh, Stan Lee. Oh, wow. You know? know oh, you didn't know that? Oh, yeah. yeah. Back in the day when Ace still existed, they brought Stan Lee. Oh. It, and it's funny because I got, I, I got the uh, autograph and the professional photo op uh-huh. for 80 bucks. Yeah. What? Both of them for 80 And I think at, at towards the end, you couldn't get a signature for like less than 150 Oh. Yeah, so I have his autograph, and then I have a picture of me and my wife with uh, Stan Lee. Oh, and like I said, I paid 80 bucks for the combo. 
But, yeah, that photo was awesome, though, man. Yeah. That's a that's such a wicked memory Dude, to and, have. And the funniest thing is, you look at the picture, and Stan Lee is like hugging up on my wife, and I'm just like kind of there, just, just <laughs> trying to get. Yeah, I'm just like trying to get in the picture. It's like so bad. But um, even uh, New Mexico Comic Expo, their first year, they brought in Jason Momoa. Oh, which wow. at the time was right around Aquaman. So I mean, that's as big yeah. as that was. And all get. the chicks are fucking oh, yeah. in love with this dude. dude. Yeah, I, I. That's the best local con I've ever had, because there was people who came from out of state, uh, just to see Momoa. Yeah. So. That's what I was saying. Like I think I mean, and not to shit on the guy who voices SpongeBob, and not to say he's not a list, but. Even if he's the number one voice actor, you can't compare him to someone who's in the movie theaters at the time, or yeah. or an all timer like a William Shatner or a Stanley. You know, right. what I mean? right? So, but it the people came out, man, and yeah. and they they spent. I, and I, honestly, that surprised me a lot. I, I thought coming off the holidays, you know, less than a month after Christmas, and just the way the economy is, it really surprised me to see how, how much money uh, everybody was making. Yeah. So, but I wanted to ask you, how, how, how was it for you? Because this is your first year on the other side. Yeah. You've always go, gone as an attendee. How was it for you to be, like you said, it was too busy for you even to go and, and get autographs or you barely even got to do some shopping. You did. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I did. <laughs> All right. But you know what I'm saying? Like totally different experience for you. So how, how did that go for you? It was, um. It was weird because me and Drew were just kind of like trying to like, like literally, bro, yesterday after it was all said and done, we were still on a high, but we were still kind of like still coming down because like I told him, I go, bro, it was fucking weird. Like 530 hit and like this, a whole nother gear that I didn't know I had just came in and like, oh, the, just, the, the breakdown gear, the breakdown gear. Yeah. Yeah. And it was when we did Las Cruces Comic Con. We hustled. We only had a little right. 10 by 10. Yeah. And, like, me and him figured out. You know what I mean? Like, it was funny because even other people, like, there was a homie that we met, <laughs> and he was even making the comments. We're like, like, bro, this dude had, like, what? Three three spaces? Bro, at least. Three spaces out of, like, vintage wrestling shit. Holy shit. And this dude could give two shits about it. And there was an abundance of it. Like, yeah, there was just a point where he was just kind of piling up. We're talking and detoffs and like, it was a big fucking setup and we're over here just with our 10 by 10, you know, <laughs> with some shelves yeah, and just, some just tables. Just doing what you yeah. can. Yeah. <laughs> this dude literally told me and Drew, cause we're just like, Hey, how you doing? He's like, I'm too busy watching you guys. <laughs> yeah. Like, and then there was times he would take off and he would tell Drew like, Hey, bro, I'll be back in a couple hours. And <laughs> He's like, what? Tell him, I don't know, if you have to make the sale, half off. Yeah. All right, I got to go. Yeah. Like bro, that type of and thing. there was like title belts in the fucking detox and shit. Oh, dude. Jack specific fucking <laughs> old school fucking legends, like still in the box, like mint shit. <laughs> yeah. So it was just a guy who was probably selling off his personal collection or yeah. something? Well, yeah. Well, he had a shop and he was shutting it down. Oh, Shout okay. out Kenny, yeah. man. Yeah, he was was cool, cool. dude, man. He was cool. Drew made cool with him because his son was into Pokemon. (laughs) Oh, okay. Oh, bro, that dude would sell a figure, and then his son would take the money over to Drew. (laughs) (laughs) But 
it was funny so where i was getting at on that on, on that story and everything is that so obviously we had a bigger space right yeah you guys um, have a really good size space this time me and this dude were feeling the stress you know what i mean because like <laughs> this dude like even before it happened bro he called me and he's like bro should i be feeling like i'm nervous man and i said i prefer that you're nervous in a way that you care as opposed to like i don't give a fuck and we're just gonna go out there because to me like me and this guy and we learned it you know you do the same thing we learn it you know what i mean and and it's like i don't know it's like i guess it's like embedded in us and i've seen a lot from it but we take pride in what we do you know what i mean so me and this dude i know we were more stressed out about the layout how it was gonna look yeah did we have enough inventory to put out there? Like we knew it, but we second guessed it when we saw the space. Right. You know what I mean? Because (laughs) seeing and thinking are two different things. You know what I mean? Yeah. You never know until you're there. Yeah, exactly. Like you're like, Oh yeah, this should fill up a table. This should fill up a table. And it does. And then you start selling shit. And all of a sudden you're like, Whoa, Whoa. wait a second. If if this keeps up at this pace, we're going to have a half fucking empty. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And the way you guys set it up was cool to where like people had to walk through to see everything. Mm-hmm. And so I think that made people also take their time. And if there's anything that helps is pe- people want to take their time. They don't want to feel rushed to make a purchase. Right? Yeah. Right. right. Because people usually at Comic-Con, they have with, they, they show up with an idea in their mind how much they're going to spend. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I've got a hundred bucks to spend or whatever. And, so you want them to walk in, walk, you know, walk through, maybe have something, hold it in their hand a little bit. And, uh, it, it, it helps make that sale to, to let people kind of stew with it. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Right. Let it marinate. Yeah, exactly. You know? let, let it marinate with them. And then, you know, if they put it down. Go ahead, go check out the competition. You'll be back. I know yeah. what I know what I got. <laughs> exactly. You're not gonna find it somewhere else. And it's funny you say that because me and this dude were talking about that. And it's fucking funny because like so I like we joke around and I'm telling him, I'm like, bro, you know we're working together, we're not competing against each other, right? <laughs> so I landed on a ghost face. I I showed him, and then all of a sudden this dude's like sending me all these screenshots and everything and he's just like i'm gonna be going to this house like circle what you need and all that (laughs) well then all of a sudden like he's pulling out all this fire from everywhere when i thought about it i'm like you know what that's a great thing because we can you know feed off of each other and everything and like that just told me like we wanted to kind of you know i i I don't give a shit what anybody says i'm always gonna look at it i'm a competitor by by nature yeah yeah and i'm always gonna look at it like that and you know i know we're all there to make our bread and you know get paid and do all that but if i'm gonna have something that just makes me stand out a little bit above you Mm -hmm. i want it on the fucking table no yeah you have to i mean and this isn't talking shit about anybody but the the truth of the matter is is when you walk the the two vendor rooms they had there's a fuckload of funkos yeah oh my god yeah you know what i mean and if you don't have something to make yourself stand out, people are going to be like, oh, it's another Funko vendor. Right. You know, and they're just going to keep on walking. That's what scared me. I did a quick, I got lost for a sec looking for the bathroom. I ended up in the other hall. And it was just real quick because the call was about to start. It was crunch time. We we're already stressed. 
find the restroom and I look up and I'm like, oh God, there's Funkos here, there, coming from everywhere. And then before it started, it was just like in my head, I'm thinking, my God, will they even get to us? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Are they going to spend all their money and then by the time they get to us, like, you know what I mean? Like you guys got any $5 pops because we don't have no money left, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and it's, and it's because, I mean, you've done Las Cruces Comic-Con, but most most of your guys' experience is doing either Cottonwood or Coronado, the Funko events. Yeah. Mm. Where it is that way, right? Mm-hmm. There's a limited amount of number of people who are going to come by. And buy the big and, shit. And, and buy, you know what I mean? Definitely. But Comic-Con's just a different... Total different, totally different beast. Totally different animal, yeah. yeah. Because, one, people go with money to spend mm-hmm. right and you're talking i'm guessing they probably had about ten thousand people there this weekend i would think we I got mean, an I, email I, from them saying that they did record sales on tickets yeah oh, so wow. that means that probably put them somewhere between 10 and 15 yeah just going off their history Oof. um so if you're set up at the mall maybe you're lucky to see a thousand people maybe right right <clears throat> and i doubt even that i mean i mean maybe our, our malls here are so fucking dead yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how many people... I mean, I know when I did Cottonwood uh, the week before Christmas, and I did well with sales. Right. The volume know. wasn't there. Yeah, I was going to say, probably not even 100 people stopped at my table. So to think that you're in a in a place where people go with the mindset that they're going to spend, and there's 10,000 plus, you realize there's money there for everybody. Yeah. You know, and it's just a matter of do you have the one thing they're looking for at the right price range? Right. Comic-Con taught me that. Well, so back to the mall thing was, yeah, you might see a thousand people, but how many of those? Let's just pretend it's a thousand, right? And then we're in Albuquerque, New Mexico, right? Right. With that being said, how many of those people that are going to the mall with those type of retail stores there right, are going to want a collectible you know so then you look at comic-con and yeah it was big we you know how we were kind of nervous about that but everyone that's going is going you know for comic-con comic-con they're 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 there because they're a a, a geek a nerd a pop culture fan yeah something right they're there because they're a fan of something some sort of fandom it's not the random mom walking around the Mm -hmm. mall with her kids to go buy them school clothes right they're there because Hey, I like Star Wars. I like anime. I like Pokemon. Whatever. Right. They're there for a reason. I'm I'm here to see Mick Foley. Right. Like you did me the favor, let me put my uh, autograph eight by tens out, bro. I I couldn't believe how many sold. Yeah. But it's because so many wrestling fans were there to see Foley, to see Sergeant Slaughter, to see Rikishi, to see Jamie Hader, mm. that. I was able to uh, put my stuff out there for a totally different crowd. We didn't even—I I didn't know existed. Well, I right. knew it existed, but I had never tapped into. Right. Because I think I've sold maybe a couple, two, three autographed items at the mall, but it was crazy because it was just a, those wrestling fans were there, and they just gotten autographs, so they're looking to keep getting their autograph collection expanding. So they're like, oh wow, you have eight by tens and at a good price. Hell yeah, let, let yeah. me let me flip through them, right? So and it's the same thing for your Pokemon cards and your Funkos. Like, 
they go, hey, I'm a Pokemon fan. Where's the cards? Yeah. You know what I mean? Hey, I'm getting an autograph from this guy who was a Pokemon voice or whatever. Now I'm, now I want to go find a, a plushie or a fucking card or whatever, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with your, you know, your Funkos. Like, bro, I think how many of your Funkos that you sold were people who were there signing autographs? <sighs> Fuck, we sold. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because so- a, a lot of people, even though... Some people go to Comic-Con with a plan. Not everyone does. Right. And yeah. Then, and then they get there and like, fuck, I didn't know this guy was going to be here. Mm-hmm. Now I got to go find his pop. Yeah. Uh-huh. And even if it's going for 15, well, they're willing to pay 20 for it because mm-hmm. they, they know. Like, damn. Okay. Yeah. You know. Feeling you know what's funny? And I, uh, you and I were talking about it, but like people weren't arguing prices. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I mean, some would say like you got a little wiggle room. But your prices were fair, too. Yeah. I mean, you guys weren't charging anything stupid. The only one that we had high price for the autograph ones was the um, the lunch boxes. But it's because because it comes yeah, with but so it comes much. with so much yeah. yeah. And people were actually more excited that because they came back to me and they're like, "Check it out! I got dude love and mankind, and they're displaying them in the lunch box. It yeah. actually looked pretty badass." No, I, I saw I saw people taking the socks out of and getting the. Mr. Socko. Yeah. Sorry, oh. the socks. Oh. Yeah, bro. I, there was just, I mean, there was nice. just options. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 That was cool. Yeah. I, mean, I, saw, was... I saw people getting the lunchbox signed. Okay. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. That, that, I saw a lady uh, walking around with the lunchbox. It's box a badass signed. looking box. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. It's, you know, it's dope. And it's, it, it's funny, you know, and like, and, and like, you know, how I was saying is it worked out beautifully. It couldn't have gone better, you know, and we, we humbled ourselves, you know, we, we went in with a number in our head and it was really just make the booth back. Yeah. You know what I mean? And have some fun, you know? And I mean, I don't know for you, Drew, but like for me, like I said, you know, the, the people that we got to meet, the, obviously the setup's always a bitch. The teardown wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we almost set a record for the way. It's always easier to down. tear down than. Yeah, then oh, set, set it up. up. Yeah, and at, I mean, at that point you're just throwing shit in box. Like, let's go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was getting to the point because this dude knew. This dude knew it was crunch time because like I was literally starting to like watch the clock, and then like the moment it hit an hour, this dude knew that it was starting to affect me because he was pushing everything out, and then I was in cruise control, and then when the moment the fucking hour hit, then he was almost slowing down a little bit, and then I was just fucking, like, you know what I mean, just throwing shit everywhere, like. If it had a spot, I was going to throw something in it. Yeah. But um, Drew's got a really cool cool thing, you know, because when we go back and we talk about the guests that were there and stuff like that. So we had, we had, I was out spending money <laughs> <laughs> and getting phone calls. Oh, hey, bro. <laughs> and I knew something was up because this dude normally, he doesn't give a shit. You know what I mean? He's just like, go, go do your thing, bro. Get away for a minute, you know. Whatever. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to clear your head for a moment. I'm bro, bro, there was a moment where I just took off to the bathroom. I didn't even need yeah. to piss or anything. I just had to go in there and just fucking let my mind reset. Because mm-hmm. when you're dealing with all these customers, there's a lot of different personalities that you got to you gotta adjust <laughs> with. You know what Definitely. I mean? Definitely. We, we learned that. <laughs> yeah. And everybody, everybody wants an experience. And yeah. I mean, to me... If you're giving me your money, I want to give you the best fucking service possible so that you walk away happy. You're confident in your purchase and you, and, and you leave. Well, and not only that, I mean, yeah, you're there as a vendor, 
but you're there as part of Comic-Con, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're part of their Comic-Con experience. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, they could have gone and gotten their autograph and, and bought some art or whatever, then gone down to the vendors, and, and someone could have given them a shitty experience, and then that could have ruined their whole... Yeah, most definitely. Because they don't... The general public doesn't know the ins and outs of a Comic-Con. They don't. They think it's a traveling show. They think Albuquerque Comic-Con is the same Comic-Con that goes to Phoenix. Yeah. That goes to yeah. Denver. Yeah. They, you know, they think it's the circus. That is not at all the case. <laughs> That's not what it not is. <laughs> you know, that is not all the case. All these different Comic-Cons, for the most part, have different promoters. Yeah, we're not all in one big semi and then fucking yeah. when they open the doors, you know, yeah. <laughs> we set up. <laughs> but that's what but people think that. Because it's funny because I even saw a news report and they're like, Albuquerque Comic Con back in town. And I'm like, like, what? Like, right? it, it's not a traveling thing. Yeah. Like, it's the, the guy lives in Socorro who puts on the show. He's he's local. He's been doing it for years. Yeah. And the artist... For the most part, it's a lot of local artists. Are some that come from you know out of out of state. Most of the vendors were local. Some came, you know. I think you said there's some from El Paso. There's probably some from Colorado and Arizona. Some from Arizona. All yeah, that. you yeah. know what I mean. Four Corners. You know, um, but for the most part, it's a lot of locals. I mean, we saw all of the all of our regular guys, right? Yeah. All the Gray Skull guys were there. Shout out to them. Jesus was there, you know, doing his hustle like always. Um, I know you said some of the other local guys were there. Retro, yeah, Retro. cardboard collectors. Yeah. You know, you know what I mean. Everyone so showed up. Alfred was there. Oh yeah, uh, doing his candle things. I, that oh, dude, yeah. I always love just shooting the shit with that dude. Alf, Alf's a good guy. Oh, I love that guy, man. He's so good. And uh, uh, Alicia, yeah, Alicia was, Alicia there. was, there. was doing her artist thing. Yeah. And I mean, it was just. Uh, I mean, it, it it was a it was a blast. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah. So it, and, and that's. Going back to what I was saying is people don't understand how it works, right? right. They, they think it's a traveling gypsy show, right? Yeah. And uh, so you, as a vendor, I mean, you're there to get your nut, right? You're there to, you're, you're putting in the time. Let's oh, be, yeah. Let's be honest. Like, it's fucking hard. Yeah, it is. Because you, you got to get there either on Thursday or Friday, way ahead of time to get set up, you know, situate your booth and do everything you got to oh, do. bro. And then you're there from what? <laughs> 10 in the morning till 8 at night yeah. or whatever, you're putting in some fucking long hours. And it's, you can't go and just like, hey, I'm going to bounce. I'm, you know, this isn't a job where like, hey, do I get my 15-minute break? Yeah, do yeah. I get a half hour for lunch? No. You're fucking balls to the wall. Yeah. Taking yeah, care of people. Mercy. Yeah. Like, it's it's go. Like, that adrenaline is just like, boom, boom, boom. And it keeps you going. Yeah. So, you, you want to leave there knowing that, hey, I just spent whatever 24 hours this weekend working my time is still worth something oh yeah right you know what i mean like if you do it and and you do this and you're like man i made enough to pay myself five dollars an hour well that wasn't fucking worth it yeah yeah you know what i mean because it's still your time and it's still it's a lot of energy it's 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 tiring as fuck like you gotta you, you gotta still come out with yours right right so you, you want to give people a good experience, but at the same time, you got to get yours. Yeah, you know, at the absolutely. same time. Yeah, right. yeah. And I mean, Drew, you've always wanted to kind of do a video in the life of <laughs> a vendor. You know what I mean? 
You can't. Kind of. Kind of. You can. I, I mean, unless you, you know. had like someone just for that, like you yeah. can't right. film yourself. Yeah. You don't have time for that. It's tough. It's tough. Yeah. But kind of give the give give the give the listeners, bro, like a a, a walk down of like from when Thursday hit to Sunday, and I I mean give them the break. So like give them the. Did you guys set up on Thursday or Friday? Thursday. We unloaded Thursday. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So we couldn't. Put we didn't set out. up. <laughs> no, no, we couldn't put anything out. I don't know if people did. Some did. did you know? Yeah. No. Yeah, usually but, people have like bigger, like with walls and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. The, I know the more the more that were like more enclosed, um, they were like throwing up all their shit right away because yeah. you know like a lot of it was like hanging and stuff like that. But right. yeah. Every, everyone's got their preference. Like some people show up really early on Thursday, set it up that way they can get there right by opening on Friday. Yeah. That way they can like sleep well knowing they're. Yeah. They're set up. Right. I mean, that gives you an extra hour of sleep at the end of the day, you know? Yeah. Set up. Even just a little bit. I used know? to do that when, when uh, I would go on Thursday and, like, set up my backdrop with all the prints and stuff on it. Because that always takes so long. So that way, when I would get there on Friday, it was just putting the stuff out on the table. Yeah. But, like, the backdrop would be set up. and Yeah. So it would take me, like, 15 minutes to set up. Yeah. But, yeah. I don't know if you agree, but, yeah, starting Thursday what stress yeah <laughs> not no it was just more of not even stress just kind of that unknown factor not mm-hmm. we had we had kind of an idea of what how much space we had there was i don't want to say miscommunication but it's a lot of how we got our booth was you know again shout out henry from lobo comics and sam but um you know i had to coordinate through them so you know there's a lot of numbers there's a lot of booth spaces they had you what double our space yeah. so i mean under them there was whatever what maybe almost up to 10 booths worth ish so not knowing going in and then boom you know oh we're like a mini walmart okay let's do it on the fly so from thursday feeling stressed not knowing i'm kind of shocked going to friday i thought i'd feel better but i actually was like getting just a little bit more stressed like yeah. as we started unloading and then once it started coming together Friday, I was, even though we were set up and we were good, I was still kind of like back to the feeling of, well, we were talking about it earlier, but um, not knowing what the turnout's like, it's it, it, just so many unknown factors there. Like yeah. just not knowing anything. And, and totally out of your control. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And we're there. We're committed. Let's go. Okay. Let's see how it goes. Right. And then yeah, you're ready. You're ready to fucking go. You're ready to sell the fucking everything, right? Yeah. All of it. Like Take you're it like, all. that's what I'm here for. Let's. Let, yeah, well, exactly. Like not, leave me with bare fucking tables. But at the same time, you're like, fingers crossed. More than ten people walk in this door. Oh yeah, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And one of the, I, I, one of the things that that I noticed that was like you, you have to be a patient person at some point mm-hmm. because you have to work around others. Um. We had a dude that was trying to fucking back in, uh, actually get his fucking, his, uh, his trailer oh, out yeah. of the fucking building. Oh shit. And when you're trying to work around that and you yeah. got to wait and you got product and you got shit and you want to just get it unloaded and everything. And then, you know, we're helping out other people and stuff like that. Like that was a point for me where I was just like, what the fuck like you know what i mean like you want to get to the point where you want to tell someone but you got to be respectful too because then 
I'm sure that dude was probably under a lot of stress because yeah. he had like five people fucking yelling at him while he was trying to get the fucking thing out of there. Right. To me, in the near future, like, don't even allow him to do that. Like, if there's a trailer attached to the fucking truck, don't even go there. <laughs> let them park closer. They can yeah. unload from there. And, you know, Somebody the ones with the... fucked up and letting them in. Because I've never even heard of someone driving that Bro, there was two, like two or three fucking where they were backing in the fucking trailers. That's crazy. Yeah. U-Hauls. Like, the, U- the U-Hauls, I can understand right. that. You know what I mean? You, you know, you move it in, back in, open the fucking, you know, yeah. cool. Um, but yeah, it, it, it was crazy. And that was like one of the eye openers for me. You know what I mean? Because Las Cruces, we didn't see that. Mm-mm. We didn't see that at all. Even though they had that ramp, right? But yeah. they did not. Nah, oh, dude, you, we you should even. see like, uh, like Denver. Denver's always a shit show because the Denver uh, Convention Center is union. So you're not allowed to bring your own shit in. You have to unload at a dock, and then the union workers have to take it to your spot. No way. Yeah. They're going to go to work if we show up. Uh, (laughs) I mean, even even for the artist, like I had my stuff in like a, it was like, it's a rolling bag. Yeah. And they okayed that. Anything more than that, they're like, no, someone has to like take it to your thing. Like what? yeah, it's it's because wow. it's a union building, so it's, it's the union guys have to have the work. They're they're dock workers, whatever you call them. In a way, like so yeah, so you I can pull see it up, two ways. unload, and then you like they either put everything on a pallet, and then they drag like the pallet to your spot. Yeah, or yeah, they or they had like uh like flats. Are you watching them the whole time they do that, and then you follow them, or yeah, is it like yeah, yeah, yeah? Because yeah. I would be uh, the only I would I mean I'd be down with that. I'd be like yeah, fucking take it. Yeah, go. Um, but, but my only stress would be is like only... if I get back over there and I'm like, where the fuck is that tote? Right. But the problem is, is <laughs> the problem is is let's say there's eight or ten workers. And you've got oh, and then you got a fucking wait, and yeah. you got fucking hundreds of vendors. Vendor, yeah, yeah, fuck that. That's that's <laughs> the bitch. Yeah, is that you want? I mean, if you have the you want to pull in, drop your shit, and go. Yeah, you're in, literally in a line. You're at their mercy. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. fucking nuts. That's yeah, I'd be stressed out like fuck off that. Yeah, yeah. nope. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there. I mean, yeah. yeah. The the bigger the con, usually the bigger the the headaches because you you end up dealing with either stuff like unions. Or just, you know, how many vendors could there have been? Yeah. There was maybe what? I don't know. A couple hundred vendors? Not even? Yeah, maybe I would 100. say it was. They filled it up really sweet. You know what I mean? Like, when you look, and you know, like, when you first walk in, you're just like, oh, shit. Because there's been, I mean, granted, COVID and all that shit. You know, some of the past Comic-Cons, like, you walk in and you see everything. Like, you see the whole thing. Right. You know what I mean? And it, it's, it's, it's. That's it. This one, I mean, you can actually walk around. You can be excited about walking around. You can see a lot of shit. Right. There was some different things, too. There was some stuff where I, like, passed by, and I'm just like, oh, I didn't think that would be at a Comic-Con, but cool, whatever, variety. Yeah. There, <laughs> I did see a few of those, like, selling, like, windows or yeah. whatever. Like, <laughs> like, you're like, what the fuck? Or Avon or some crazy <laughs> shit. Uh, no, Drew, there were. There's like, insurance or I don't know what the fuck. Drew's ex was over there getting names for Bobby J's. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Drew was in love, so he was over there giving oh, free Funkos man. away. <laughs> I put my name in for that free iPad. I don't know how many times. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> With his number, you don't have to put your number on there. No, it's okay. Oh, no, hey. <laughs> 
There's a good looking chick on the other booth, and this dude was fucking. The one across from you guys? Yeah. The one in the white dress? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I might have seen her once or twice. <laughs> I may have gifted her one or two Funkos. I don't know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was funny, but all in all, I had a blast, man. We had a, a, a great variety of fans you know coming through people loving to talk about what they love a lot of people asking about the podcast um drew's got a great story when i disappeared you know to go get a little break and spend a little money you know because i worked hard i thought i could but apparently according to the ceo over here i had to get back (laughs) right away it is nice to, to, to make your money and be like, it makes it a whole lot easier to spend. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, the great thing about it, though, too, is like I didn't even snap because, I mean, Friday, Saturday, Saturday, like I think I lost fucking half of my brain just from like all the chaos and everything. But when it came to Sunday and I was actually just walking around, like I wasn't completely set up. Like we were okay. Yeah. But like, I didn't have my vendor badge on. I didn't have nothing. Like I just had, you know, and yeah. it was funny flow when walking with me and he had his on and I didn't even snap. It didn't click. But when we went around the booths, other vendors were like, Oh, you're a vendor. Cool. Like 10 bucks off. Yeah. You know, oh, you're a vendor. Like, I'm automatically going to give you a break. Like, here, let's collaborate. Like, here's my cards, you know? Shit like that. So I thought that was a beautiful thing. That was really cool. But something crazy happened. So while I was gone, this dude was calling me and, bro, give us a story. What happened? And it's always, always the moment one of us goes or whatever. Steps away. Boom. Hey. Bro, check this. But uh, so Nano goes, and I'd say about 15 minutes into that, and I'm literally still, like he was saying, I was I was still setting up. And uh, again, shout out to Jesus, Nere, and Jonathan holding it down to... So the voice actor of Mewtwo, a very popular Pokemon character, uh, the voice actor was walking around, and they saw him, and he was act- he actually ended up telling me he heard that there was one booth with a lot of Mewtwo Funkos, which was our booth. And uh, so anyways, he pointed over, and again, Nando's gone, and I'm trying to set up, and then all of a sudden, there's a few customers, and I, uh, I literally had to drop everything and just, you know, he's there. I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, and he comes, and he actually saw the Dorothy and is Toto. It, is it Jay Geedy or he- Goad? I'm, I apologize if I butcher your Same. name. I didn't hear him pronounce, you know. Yeah. But, yes, him. Um, He saw the, the Dorothy Toto. I told you, bro. It's an eyesore. I told you. <laughs> Every time. He comes <laughs> up and says, hey, I like, I, I, uh, I need a few uh, Mewtwo Funkos, but I wanted to ask you one more thing. I was like, what's up? He says, hey, uh, my wife really loves Wizard of Oz. I was like, oh, here we go. Uh, anyway. <laughs> and the dude that's selling it isn't, isn't here. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, I'm trying to hook this dude up. How can I tell Nando? But anyway, so I bring it down, checks it out. He's like, I want it. I want it. And I didn't know what Nando wanted for us. So I had to call him. But anyway, we got a price down, and he actually gave me his address to ship it to him. He's like, there's no way I could take it on the plane. And I'm like, all right, dude, cool. And then so with... We got the price down, whatever that was done. Um, but he started talking about uh, the Mewtwo Funkos now, so I gave him some. And then he... You gave it to him or he, he, you sold it? No, him? I sold it to him. He oh, was like, okay. no, I want to support. He was, he was a really nice guy. He's like, no, I want to support. You know, you guys are out here, you know, doing your thing. So uh, I sold him those. 
Did Dang. he sign one for you guys? Uh, well, he had to get up there, and he was actually telling me he's like, "I want to sign real quick," but he's like, "I'm already late. My manager's pissed, and I don't even know if he's around. And if he sees me sign something, he gets off." So yeah, he left, and then uh, so we're, Nando comes back, whatever. So would you say about a few hours later? I'd say a few hours later. Few hours later, so he told me, "Come up there, and I'll take care of you." Well, dude, it was it was we crazy. Couldn't leave. There was no <laughs> way. And I just kind of chalked it up to the game. Like, yeah, hey, you know, I got to meet him, took a yeah. picture in front of the Funkaholic logo banner, and it was great. But so a few hours later, he all of a sudden, I see this dude pop up, you know, Mewtwo jacket on, Mewtwo boots on. Like, wait, did you? I was like, you okay? You good? He's like, no, I, uh, I wanted to come down because um, I actually took a lunch and I peeked over and I saw how busy you guys were. So, you know, I finished up lunch, went back up, but he's like, I wanted to come down and just catch you uh, purely for the fact to sign a few things for you. Cause he's like, I really appreciate you. So he not only was empathetic enough to think, Hey, you know what? These guys are out here hustling, you know, let me, let me go fulfill what I promised him, you know? And he caved and he stayed for what? 20, 30 minutes. He was chopping it up, man. For a minute. And, I actually gifted him an Exorcist pop because um, his wife likes Disney and um, horror. So it was just a good time. He signed two of my cards, uh, cool. which is big for me. Yeah. Um, cards that I pulled when I was seven. Wow. That's things like legit. that. Just cool, you know. Yeah. But to see that we had, <clears throat> you know, maybe I don't want to say an effect on it, but like, he, he, he felt our vibe. Yeah, you know? he, had, he had a presence. That's cool. He connected with us to come down his own time. I thought that was really cool just to, you know, this dude's busy. He's, yeah, he doesn't have to do, do whatever that. he wants. You know? Yeah, like, like you said, had he not gone down, you would have just chopped it up to, oh, well, yeah, shit happens. No worries. You know, everyone's busy. And that's what I accepted. And then boom. Yeah, know? for him to go back down, that's that's cool. You know what's funny, though? The only reason why we had those Mewtwo pops, right? <laughs> yeah. You know? Everything happens for a reason, yeah. right? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Tommy for grabbing those up for you. Straight up. Shout out Tommy Pistolas. Dude. Uh. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, man. And it, and it, like, I don't know. It was weird because you and I were even talking about, like, I mean, poor Flo, bro. And shout out to Flo and Jonathan. You guys fucking rocked the shit out of helping us, man. Poor and Flo, bro. He was so stressed. I know. Well, bro, I felt so bad for him. So... He was hustling, man. He was, he was hustling. Yeah. and But it's I, a lot for him. It is. With all of his anxieties and shit. It was a lot for him, and I could tell. I, I even told him, because that's when I hung, I, I mean, not to cut you off, but yeah, like I was there for like two, three hours, right? And I told Flo, I go, because he's like, oh, I want to get autographed. I go, Flo, just go. I go, yeah. I'll take your spot. I heard you telling him. Oh, yeah. 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 I told yeah. him, I go, you need to get away from all this, bro. I was like, go enjoy Comic-Con for yourself. I said, go, you know, take pictures, your cosplay pictures, go get some autographs. I was like, I was like, I got nothing else to do. I was like, right. I'll, I'll I'll come here. I'll man the fort for a little bit. Yeah. Know? And and he came back better. Yeah. yeah he he did. did. Yeah. And it, it was funny because, like, Drew would even tell him, like, Flo, you good? And, like, we finally figured out, like, why he was a little stressed out. I mean, stupid shit that he has to deal with his brother all the time. But, you know, that's not that's not a podcast business. But just, um, <laughs> you know, he was dealing with all that shit and everything. And then Flo is always a trooper, man. He always wants to represent the Funkaholics. He always wants to represent oh, yeah. his boys. True blue, man. He's, you know, he's 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 diehard. And like I told him, I said, dude, don't stress out. You know, there was a couple of mistakes he made, and I kind of like jumped on him. But that was my dude, fault it's, it's because tough, I was excited. Bro. Yeah, it's dude, tough. Like I said, I've been doing this shit for years, and I was getting overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
I was because I kept Nando, Nando. Yeah, what's this price? What's that? And people were like trying to hand me money. I'm like, I don't have change. I'm just here, <laughs> kind of keeping an eye on stuff, just make yeah. sure no one walks with anything. Like, <laughs> you got to go to that guy. Yeah, everyone felt it, man. I'm a people person. Dude. I, I I love being around people, but even for me, dude, it just was. It felt a little over. Yeah, poor thing. Bro. It was, and and but I mean, he still did great. Well, the thing that was a crusher though is he came to me and I told him, I go, dude, SpongeBob, how'd it go? And he's like, fucking sucked. What? He's like, I was, I was in line for over an hour, and they just rushed us through. Flo loves that little the interaction. Yeah, yeah, the interaction, the experience. Because it does, it does make a difference. But fucking SpongeBob was so fucking popular that they had to get these people yeah. through. You know what I mean? So I told him that, and he was just like, "Yeah." He's like, "I get it." And I'm like, "Flo, right. the opportunity will come." I go, "You, you keep putting that good out there in the world." Yeah, he, he, is, he is used to like sitting there and talking to people for like 10 15 yeah 20 minutes like he's told me some of his experience where like someone with walking the dead some of his walking dead characters he's met or, yeah or anime where they he just sits there and talks and talks and talks and i i i walked by uh the spongebob line and holy shit bro yeah. and yeah the, it was going pretty quick i don't know um apparently uh isaac met him and he put his video on on instagram oh shit and um oh wow Bro, Isaac came up to me. And I didn't even know who the fuck it was. <laughs> oh, oh, was he in his uh, leather face? Yeah, he was in that. No, he wasn't. He wasn't leather face. He was like he was wearing a a decked out suit and he had a black mask on. Oh, all you could see were his eyes. Oh, okay. Somebody came up to me. He's all, "You Fernando?" And I'm like, the "Fuck are you?" Depends who's asking. And, yeah, right. And he's all, "It's Isaac." And bro, like I, it like took a minute. Yeah, it, like it had to like the fucking wheels weren't greased or something, but. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? And then I recognized the girl that he was with. Okay. So I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, bro, how you doing? We couldn't even talk because, like, I was like, you know, like, you know, people yeah. are looking at me, you know, customers standing there and stuff like that. And I had to keep telling him, hold on, bro, be right back. Hold on, bro, be right back. He finally got to the point where he's just like, bro, do your thing. You know, I'll check yeah. up with you. Good to see you. You know, blah, 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 blah. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, it was just, you know, it, it, it was fun. It was cool. You know, we got that going and everything. And, um it, it was crazy and like i said you know uh jonathan um i think he was pretty happy with what we what we gifted him with we, oh, we played a joke on him yeah. so drew had this idea <laughs> where he's like bro just ask him for 40 bucks so jonathan was kind of like you know it was a little bit of dead time and we're like jonathan you know you got 40 bucks on you and he's all yeah i got 40 bucks on me and you know got it over and drew was like cool i need change you know so drew like takes it from him and like Jonathan's kind of like waiting, you know yeah, what I mean? Like, like <laughs> well, what? Like, did I just like? Did you guys just take my money or whatever? So then I grabbed the the foot soldier, the TMNT pop that he's after. I gave it to Drew. Drew handed it to him, and he's like, "Bro, that's just for you helping us out." You know what I mean? And you taking care of things. And so he like he you could tell Jonathan was just like, "What the fuck?" Like. <laughs> What just happened? Yeah, yeah, like what happened? Like, and then like, bro, he got like he turned into top flight security after that because <laughs> there was I thought this, he wasn't already right. right? That, <laughs> fucking day day running all over the place, bro. <laughs> fucking with his whistle and shit. <laughs> but it was funny. Some kid was going bananas in our fucking thing, and the kid was holding a big ass stuffy, and then he had a fucking backpack with things coming off of it. Just fucking knocking shit. Ugh. Jonathan grabbed him by the fucking backpack. What? Yeah. 
and told then told the kid like, hey, bro, you need to chill out. There's expensive stuff in here. You know what I mean? Jonathan didn't like, you know, but I'm like, yeah. Jonathan, what are you doing, bro? We're gonna get <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, nah, bro. And, and the kid fucking broke one of my lights. I mean, oh, fuck. If the kid, if that kid's lucky, I wasn't his parent because I would have fucking kicked him through the uprights. I would have made a field goal with him being like, get out of here. But like, I was just like the fucking light bounced. And I'm, I told Jonathan, I'm like, bro, Jonathan's like, man, just give me a screwdriver. I'll figure. I'm like, bro, don't even go with that stress because, you know, just, let's yeah. just get through it's this just, shit. Yeah. And then it was funny because when Jonathan even called the kid out, he was like, no, it wasn't me, man. It was my brother. And Jonathan's like, you don't have a twin. It was you. <laughs> like, but Jonathan was getting to a point where he was just like, nah, like he was just. It's because it, it was a lot. Yeah, it, it was it a lot really, to take it, in, it, man. It, yeah, it was like I said. You got to have a thick skin. For sure. You yeah. know what I mean? Like for sure. You saw my buddy that kept flipping through my pictures. Yeah. <laughs> that was. Oh, bro, no. I don't know what if he happened? was feeling his spank bank or what bro. he was doing. What? What? Bro, that Gigi one was right on the top, so you know he was fucking filling up the spank bank. Like on that he, one. he kept going through the pictures and putting them aside, and he was like, "I'm gonna take these." I'm like, "All right, cool." Then he would put them back in, and then he'd go through them again and pull the same ones out. I'm like, I'm gonna take these. Like, I, I maybe the guy wasn't all there. I, I don't know. Yeah, but it, it just. I, I I sat there with that guy for what yeah. 20, 30 minutes. Twenty thirty minutes, man. Because I was afraid he was gonna walk with some stuff. Yeah, and it just and he ended up not buying anything. Yeah, but like he flipped and rearranged and uh, he called his brother over and I don't know. His brother finally told him, "No, you're not gonna spend your money on that." And he took him away. Yeah, and um, which I mean, I'm not mad that he didn't buy anything. It was just like it was just a really weird experience. And it's funny because that guy left. And then another guy grabbed the the pile and was like, "I'll take these." And yeah. like, boom, like nothing. <laughs> so, but that's that's kind of what you deal with, right? You deal that's with people who are, yeah. you deal with all different types of people, different social awkwardness, I guess you could say. Yeah. And and same thing, you know, people who maybe all he had on him was twenty bucks, and so he really wanted to get the, the bang for his buck. I don't know. Yeah. And other people who they go with much more money and they're just like, I want it. Boom, boom. They don't, they don't, they don't care. Oh, bro. So, I, I had a fucking knucklehead that like I was ready. I'm like, ah, you know what? Like I better just keep my cool. But the fucking dude. So. So Flo scanned the pop, you know, told him 25 bucks. It was a Michael Parsons NFL one. And so Flo bought it to me and then Flo snapped. He's like, oh, fuck. Nando told me earlier, like, you know. All NFL players are like 30 bucks because mm-hmm. all the ones that I had were in the fucking playoffs. And I'm like, I'm not going to give yeah. these away for free. Right. So Flo's like, cause I'll give you $5 and then I need you to run $25. And I'm like, why? And he's like, cause I made a mistake, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, fuck that. I grabbed the pop. I went to the dude. I go, the pop's $30. And he's all, well, he said 25. And I go, that was a mistake. It's $30. Do you want it or not? Mm-hmm. Cause the dude, like I recognize now I know, I know this motherfucker so it long long ago bro he was trying to sell me some fucking stupid veep chase for this stupid amount of money and i was like bro nobody wants that like i'll peel the sticker off and fucking be able to sell it better like it's like that fucking selena kyle pop the chase yeah so and i now i know they just came to me but i knew the motherfucker so this fucking asshole tells me he goes well, I want it for the price that he said. And I said, that's not the price. I'm giving you my price. I go, you $30? You can take it right now or not? And he's all, nah, I'll go buy it on eBay for $23. I was all, cool. Go for it. Yeah. Go get it. 
And like the fucking dude was just like irritating me. You know what I mean? And Flo finally just like grabbed the pop, put it back, and then kind of just like oh, distracted shit. me to go the other way because yeah. you know me and the dude were getting into an argument. It's it's hard. It's hard because it, it you're on a high, right? Your adrenaline's pumping, like you said. You want to give everyone a great experience, and then you're dealing with different types of people of all ages, and yeah, you know. And so you could have a transaction with a grown man adult that goes smooth and then some little kid comes in and you got to treat them. You don't know. Yeah. It's when that momentum has to be interrupted for like, and it's not because of the people's personalities. It's not because of age, gender, nothing like that. It's just sometimes some people take, you know, you know that saying going with the flow. Some people aren't aware of that, and it's not a bad thing. It's not well, a, you know, it's yeah. just... And it's tough because even with when, when I was helping you, it was one of those things to where it was like, people were coming up to me because they saw me, you know, they're like, oh, this guy looks official. Like, he, he should be here, right? Right. And they would come up to me, hey, what's it? And I'm like, ah, hold on. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like, Nando, Nando. And so I kept trying to get your attention or pull pull you away from who you're talking to, but... But at the same time, like I saw you at one time, you're like negotiating a, a big sale to someone. I'm like, hold on. And they're looking at me like, hey, dumbass, what? Don't you know the prices? I'm yeah. Like, right. No, I don't. <laughs> no. Because I don't want to fuck up. And I, whenever you would tell someone, I try to remember, like, oh, he told someone 30 on that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but it it's tough because the people don't know any different. You know what I mean? Right. And I mean, there was a couple times I had to call you because yeah. there was stuff. And I'm like, Drew. Not yeah. that I remember, but you yeah, know. no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, no, and it's it's like I said, your adrenaline starts pumping, and you, you're there is such a huge amount of people that you just want to get them in and out. So when when you get stuck, it almost feels like oh. yeah, yeah, and it is, and you have to maintain pressure. You you got to maintain that that balance. You yep. you can't you can't get upset, and it, it's tough. But I'm glad you guys had a had a had a great experience because especially for not knowing you know like yeah well because i've i've had cons go the other way oh yeah like i've i've had cons to where like i remember i did one in lubbock nobody fucking showed up really yeah like it 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 was bad like we all just sat it was like empty room would you say it was kind of the same size over there no it was it was smaller smaller it was smaller. It was like in a high school gym or something, or like no, it was like in a small civic center ah. in Lubbock. Um, and they had good, they had good uh, celebrities. Um, they had like a Power Ranger. They had the original Darth Vader. Oh, that was like one of his last appearances he made before because he was so sick. He because he's from England, he stopped traveling. Wow. And I actually got his autograph, and that was oh. the last time he came to the United States, which is random. Um, but um, wow. I remember. Luckily, we got the tables for free. Oh what? Yeah, it was just a, it was it was it was a deal Sign that. Well, it's because I was part was of your plug. I, I was a part of a comic comic group company, and so they he made he brokered our deal and oh, was okay, like, okay. "There's just yeah. yeah, he brokered our deal, and so we didn't pay for any tables. We basically got guested uh, because we were part of this company and." um so our expense was there was three of us in a hotel room, 
So I made enough money to cover my part of the hotel and my food. That's it. And it was like a hundred bucks I made for the whole fucking weekend. It's like a free getaway. Just getaway. To beautiful Lubbock. Yeah. To beautiful Lubbock. Um, <laughs> and I've had times where that self-doubt starts creeping in. Right. That little voice. Yeah. And, yeah. and, and it's even, I mean, it's different when you're an artist, right? Cause you're, it's, you're selling yourself. You're selling your right. art. I mean, no, totally. Yeah. You guys are selling pre-made items. Right. But yeah, that's when it becomes even worse. Cause then, you know, your self-esteem, you're like, Oh fuck, am I really good enough for people would want to spend money on my art? And so yeah, it, it gets kind of, it it, it, it it can really mess with your psyche if, of, if you have a bad but at the same time when you have a great weekend you're like holy shit you know you're like on the top of the top of the world so yeah it's a little different when you're putting yourself out there with with uh anything you know your, your own creation yeah your own creations but it, i mean it's still the same thing because you make your financial investment you make the time you're investing your time to be set up like i said you want to return right and at the same time you don't want people to walk in and be like, oh, these guys got nothing but garbage. Because right. you think you're bringing your fire, right? You're like, I'm bringing my best because I'm, I'm, I'm here to show out. And if people show up and be like, ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, these got- are all hand-selected, you know? And it's like our booths are somewhat, you know, and I'm not comparing this like it's art or anything. But like our booths, like our blank canvas, and we handpick all mm-hmm. these products, you know, hope with hopes of, you know, with our idea that we selected these things. So, you know, it might catch someone's eye. And when it yeah. doesn't, you're... Yeah, you're, you're bringing you're bringing your best game, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like you pointed out, there's thirty other Funko vendors. You got to do something to stand out. You know, there's right. other guys with Pokemon cards. You want to make sure, dang, you have this. Holy right. shit, no one else has that. Yeah, you know. So yeah. yeah, it's you're you're putting yourself out there. Well, you know, even though it's not your own handmade stuff, it's you're still putting yourself out there because this is what you've this is what you've invested in. Because you think this is what's going to turn, right? Yeah. This is mm-hmm. this is what you think is the best you can bring to the table. For sure. So, yeah. It, it, luckily, you guys didn't have to deal with a lot of that because you guys were fucking balls to the wall from the start. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the tough part is doing some of these cons sometimes is when that self-doubt starts creeping in. Yeah. And we were doing that. Yeah, that was Thursday. And yeah, that Sunday, was Thursday. Oof. Sunday, we were just like, it's, you know, round three, let's go. You're, you're, you're Scrooge McDuck. Yeah. <laughs> having in all your money. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I don't know about me. Maybe Drew. This one, you know, was over there fucking pulling money out of pockets. Oh, I didn't know I had this fucking un- wad over here. Underneath his that. beanie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking out of, his, out of his bag. <laughs> fucking got something sucking his shoes. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I don't know, bro. <laughs> but it, it was fun. It was a blast. And I, can't, it's tiring, I can't say right? enough. Yeah, it is. It, it is. And it's funny because I remember uh, I would I would go to Comic-Cons. And, you know, they have like the after hour parties and all that shit, right? And so people are like, oh, you going to the after party? I was like, fuck no. Oh, I, I yeah. want to find some food and a bed. <laughs> Straight up. You know yeah. I, mean? I mean, you don't want to spend your money 20 bucks on some shitty ass nachos. And, you yeah. know. Yeah. So, and if you have time to eat to right. start with, right? Yeah. But yeah, you're like, fuck, I'd rather wait. But that's a, they, they, they can make for some long days. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, speaking of after hours, so I had no fucking clue. Oh, yeah. Um, CJ Russell, who was one of the one of the guests over at the over at this Comic Con, came by our booth and had like 
at first, like, I was so fucking, you know, like, in vendor mode, I didn't even snap. You know what I mean? Like, I just thought it was regular person, you know, just talking to me. And so... so CJ Russell, sorry. CJ Russell, he's um, Friday the 13th, uh, Bloodlines Vengeance, part two. Okay. And... Oh, I've seen it because you know me with my yeah. horror shit and, and Jason Voorhees. It's it's all. Um, so he's Jason or what is he? Uh, he was one of the I, when he so he reminded me, but I was still so fucking like I freaked the fuck out because I recognized him. Well, eventually, like yeah, who it was. Yeah, um, he was. Um, it's it's like a it's one of those like f- not fat. Well, like yeah, kind of like fan made. Um, like the the YouTube ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I recognized him right away. Well, not right away. It took me a minute to fucking because like I realized I snapped when I was talking to him, but he was fucking cool as fuck. Yeah. And like he was just he's just like yeah man how's it going and everything. And I'm like oh doing good you know blessed. I've been telling everybody you know blessed. And he was uh he's just like oh that's really cool man. He's like you know um he's oh and when I first walked by him. So the vendor badge that had the Moon Knight on it. Oh yeah, um, that was his artwork. Oh, uh, that was his artwork. That was his artwork. Okay. So he was telling me he. So when I walked by him, he's all, "That's a cool." He goes, "That's a cool lanyard." Well, I thought he was talking about my mankind one. So like a tonto, I was like, "Oh, oh yeah, you know, I've got him over here for sale." And he's like, "No, nah, I'm not looking for those." Uh. <laughs> And because it was the mankind one that comes out of the fucking, yeah, yeah. you know, out of the box. So then I snapped and I looked down and, you know, I could see, you know, guest, yeah, yeah. CJ, you know what I mean? And yeah, yeah. CJ Russell and all that. And so he fucking started talking to me and I'm like, you're in Friday the 13th. And he's all, yeah. And I was like, you're in Friday the 13th. I was like, I watched it. Like, I thought it was a fucking badass show. And he's just like, oh, yeah, man. He's all, you know, thank you. Appreciate it. He's all, you have any Jason Voorhees shit, like Friday the 13th shit for me to sign? And I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm all sold out. Uh-oh. <laughs> and then I'm looking at Drew, hoping that Drew fucking throws like a, like, uh, catches a Hail Mary or something. I'm like, Drew, we have any Friday the 13th? And he's like. <laughs> and so like we're talking and then all like and then his wife comes up she's super sweet and he's like you want to do a photo with me and i'm like do i pay for that you asked <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no i, I kind of oh, mentioned your mind, it, yeah, yeah. and then he like he like he, he he laughed and he goes he goes no he goes all my donations go to um make a wish foundation oh, okay nice so he does autographs for make you know to donate yeah, yeah, to yeah, yeah. make a wish so i was just oh, like cool. oh my god so I told him, I was like, you know what? It's been a blessed day. I was like, everything's going great. I told him, I said, here. And then as I handed him the money, I gave him a $100 bill and I said, hey, make a wish. I was like, you know, I do, I do things for, you know, for animals, for animal humane and, you know, bridges to home and, you know, the West side pets, uh, East side pets. And, and he's like, oh, that's really cool. And I was like, yeah, I was like, my, my dog's the, literally the fucking logo of, you know, the podcast. So you do podcasts? And I was like, yeah. I was about to ask you, like, bro, tell me you hooked it up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So (laughs) he's locked in. He's like, nice. Whenever you want me to come on. And he was super appreciative. He was just like, are you serious? And then he showed his wife and she was like, what the fuck? And he was like, he was like, thank you so much. He's all normally, 
when people hear what I'm, you know, what it's for, they give me a $20 bill or, you know what I mean? Yeah. And he just sat there and chopped it up. While he was chopping it up, I was like, I packed a fucking Jason Voorhees. So I grabbed my my Jason Voorhees that I fucking put glow, you know, glow paint all over and everything. And it, I still had the box for it and shit. Oh, bro, he autographed the shit out of it. Nice. And it was dope. He did it in red and you know what I mean? And Damn. then he told me, he goes, if you ever have anything else, let me know. Bro, he literally, I told Drew, I was like, bro, he messaged us. Or no, he came up to the booth later on. And he goes, bro, check out this TMNT Leo that I got. And, you know, it was an artist one. And he was asking him, like, hey, how do you draw the old school Ninja Turtles? Like, you know, like the 89 Playmates ones and stuff like that. Well, afterwards, he's just like, what are you and your buddies doing afterwards? And I was like, we're packing up and we're going to call it a night. You know, it's like, they got a lot of shit to do. And he's like, well, he goes, if you guys are able to get done soon and everything, he's like, we're going to be over at the Doubletree if you want to come and have some drinks with us. And Damn. Like, <laughs> I was like, bro, fuck. I was like, I would totally be down with that. I was like, you know, let me see, you know, because I didn't want to be just like, oh, yeah, like, you know. And like I said, he's he's a fucking sweetheart, man. He's so fucking down to earth. So I literally sent him a text message. I told him, I was like, hey, man, I really appreciate the offer. I really appreciate you coming down and just, you know, telling us some stories and all that. I was like, you know, we're not going to be able to make it. He's all, no worries. Just make sure you contact me so we can get the episode going for the podcast. Hell yeah. And he's like, if there's anything that I can do to help you guys out in the future, reach out to me. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, that's legit. Couldn't believe that. You know what I mean? Like I said, it's just God's blessings. You know what I mean? When people come down like that and like they, you know, they, they just, you know, put something out there or they just give you the time. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to ask you, so do you got Mewtwo lined up then for a episode? You know, (laughs) No, Talking I mean, about that, being starstruck. That, that, that's, that's something that Jimmy needs to work I mean, on. Because <laughs> you still have to mail him that, the pop, right? I was just going to show up to the here to handle No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> like, go on the flight. <laughs> I mean, dude, that would be make for a legit yeah. episode. Literally, yeah. Absolutely. You know? Especially to hear like a vo- specifically a voice actor's you know yeah. point of yeah. view and what goes yeah because it's a totally different process oh and, yeah. yeah oh yeah totally. dude that would make for a great episode oh hell yeah, yeah if you guys can lock that in that would be so cool it was awesome man and like i said you know and and i really you know it wasn't there to you know obviously we want to get a hustle on we want to make our money because we are putting hard work into this just like all the other vendors man all the other vendors oh yeah amazing. dude everyone was out there hustling yeah, yeah. Everyone was doing awesome, and you know it was just a, it was just good vibes. It was a good environment. There's no negativity. Except for fucking so Jake, <laughs> <laughs> walking around in his Venom T Rex. Oh my god, oh. bro! He almost got me kicked out of the fucking Comic Con. <laughs> Fuck! I know that's the only reason I brought it up because I wanted you to tell that story. Oh my god! All right, guys. So. A buddy of ours, and you guys have heard him on the uh, you guys have Everybody heard him on knows the podcast. Jake, Everybody yeah. knows Jake. Um, so he was walking around in a venomized T Rex. It was one of those inflatable T Rexes, but it yeah. was venomized. Yeah, and it was venomized. So I didn't snap. You know, he was messing around, and then you know he disappeared. And I went to the restroom. The line to come on the side that I was normally walking by, you know, shout out to Wild Bills, uh, sodas or whatever, because you guys brought us a lot of attention as well. Um, (coughs) But when I came around on the other end, 
there was another person that was dressed up. So I grabbed the fucking tail, yanked on it, and telling him to get the fuck out of the way. And lo and behold, it was Jake. Thinking it was Jake, <laughs> it was a female. <laughs> <laughs> And she was like, excuse me? And I was like, I am so fucking sorry. <laughs> I was like, my friend is dressed up exactly like you. And I was like, I like I bro, I must have fucking said like 30 sorries like in fucking three sentences. Like she's just looking at you like uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she's okay. just like she just wanted me out for that T-Rex ass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank God, bro. The little peephole that she was looking through was like, you know what I mean? But yeah. I can tell, like, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah, like, that's not Jake. But, I mean, she was fucking tall, yeah, too. But, yeah, it's a you know what old, I mean? I mean, and, in those T-Rex outfits, you yeah. can't tell. They're yeah. huge inflatables. <laughs> but, yeah, so shout out to Jake, man. Thanks for almost fucking getting me kicked out of the fucking Comic-Con, bro. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh yeah, but it, I mean all around it was it was a lot of fun. I had a great time. I drew, bro. I can't thank you enough. You know what I mean? Just for us coming together and putting that together and Fun stuff. You know what I mean? Jesus coming over and giving us uh, all that fucking. It, I bro, I swear I was giving him so much shit because I was just like, bro, I can't figure you out. Like one minute you tell me we're not here to spend money, we're here to make money. Then he's on my ass because I didn't go upstairs and meet Mick Foley or <laughs> Sergeant Slaughter, and I'm like. Bro, I met Sergeant Slaughter with Sal over at WrestleCon. I'm yeah. good on that. I go, but I would love to meet Mick Foley. But you know, you just kind of and and his who's new. He, I mean, he likes fucking poking at me. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, all around, bro, it was just such a fucking good time. Yeah. We hustled our asses off. Um, you know, and 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 the it, it was great. And I even and and shout out and and guys, I, I I'm so fucking sorry if I can't I, I can't remember their names. They told me, but I heard so many names that day. Yeah. Um. So I met an indie wrestler. Oh, okay. This is the one that I was telling you, Sal. He fucking wrestled Iron Sheik. Oh right, right, right. And this couple was fucking amazing. His wife, so fucking cool, such a sweetheart, very humble. They're both like they were just. They just wanted to shoot the shit, you know yeah. what I mean? And we're actually going to get him on the podcast, too, because he's got some lot of great indie stories that he wants nice. to tell. Oh, nice. Um, he was showing me, like, some tricks of the trade. He was like, do you know the wrestler handshake? And I was like, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> and so he goes, he's like, shake my hand. And I go and shake his hand, and I, I grip, I you know, I give him a good grip, you know. So I'm like, oh, what's up, bro? No, what's you want to do a TLC match or what? It's the bar. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But, um. He uh he tells me he's like he goes you're gonna have a hell of a time tonight in your match and I'm like what are you talking about and he goes anytime you grab another wrestler and you give him a hard handshake he goes that's gonna be a hell of a it's gonna be a hell of a match for you he goes you're gonna have a lot of receipts coming <laughs> and I was like are you serious and he goes yeah and then he goes this is how you're supposed to do it you really don't even grip he goes when there's a respect between wrestlers like that the match is gonna flow it's like a it's just like a, a wrestling, you know, thing that they, yeah. you know, that they all keep with themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like you're, had, not, you're not trying to show him up. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah oh, you're not trying okay. to show him up or anything. You know, there's there's respect yeah, between respect, the two, yeah. and yeah. So they stopped by the booth Friday. They stopped by the booth Saturday. Oh, they wow. stopped by the booth Sunday, and I mean, they oh. were just fucking happy. They were having the time of their lives. That's one of the things that I love about these things. That's those are the priceless moments. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's something that you can't put a number on. You know, yeah. there's no price tag for that. That's 
you know, they came over, they shared their time. And, you know, he even told me, he's like, I'd love to be on the podcast. He's like, you know, if you guys want me in the studio, you know, I'll, I'll come in and, and, and just very funny. You know what I mean? He had a lot of great jokes. He was telling me so many stories, bro. And I told him, I said, when I bring you in, I was like, I'm going to make sure I have my buddy Sal with me and go, because Sal is going to recognize a lot of the wrestlers that you were throwing at me. Yeah. He was bringing up some old school ones. Yeah. I, I probably recognized about 60% of the ones that he was telling me, but you would know all hundred percent. Cool. Yeah, no, for sure. And it's, it's, um, in case people don't realize, like we talk a little bit before we got on air, but like hearing your guys' stories, like about the Mewtwo and the like Friday the 13th and all that, like this is the first time I'm hearing these stories. So it's cool that you guys each had your individual moments. Yeah. I mean, aside from a great sales weekend, right. you guys got those, that gravy, right? That cherry <laughs> on top yeah. that uh, makes it special that, that's true. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. most people probably didn't have that experience, right. right? At all. So yeah, maybe maybe the vendor next to you had better sales, but you guys had those those moments that, you can't recreate them. Yeah, you know, you, oh, you know it, that's 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 Comic Con. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. because and people, you know, people that don't know about it and they give us that look, like you know what, and I'm like, it's a fucking blast. And then when they yeah. actually get to see it, you know, for their eyes, and you know, they get to experience it, they're just like, this Whoa. really is fucking cool. Yeah. yeah, you know, talking about moments. Flo had one. It was funny, and I just want to throw it in there before we get ready to wrap up. But, um. Flo was kind of like the moment stiller. Oh, really? <laughs> and, not, and not by choice. You know what I mean? Like, he wasn't trying to do that to us. But, you know, I know Drew had it in his mind that he wanted to go up there, get the Pokemon signed and everything, you know. But, you know, like I said, we couldn't get away. Same thing for me. I wanted to go up there and meet McFoley and everything. So it was funny. I, 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 will, I will say, make the time, bro. Yeah. Ne- next time, make the time. Make the time. Because... We might not have been blessed like the way that we were. It wouldn't have came through. Yeah. I mean, that's one thing I learned doing all the Comic-Cons is I found a way to break away, even if it was for 15 minutes, because you might not see that celebrity again. And if you got a Mick Foley autograph on a pop, it's not only going to mean something for the moment with him, but it'll mean something for that Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. So my just me just throwing it out there, find the time. As much as you want to hustle, find the time to break away for 15, 20 minutes. Get that one autograph you want or whatever because you, you, you never know. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and you know, it, it's, it, it is about the moments. The money's great, yeah. but it is about the moments. Absolutely. Totally. And it's funny. So Flo was... I forgot who it was that was talking to him, but I was just standing right next to him, and they're like, "How's it going, Flo?" And he's all, "I'm the autograph whore." And <laughs> he does have I'm a good collection, and, though. And, and does, literally, yeah. in Flo, in, and Flo's just like, "I'm okay with that." And then it was funny because, like, we sent him back. We're like, "Bro, you didn't get him JSA certified," and he's all, "JSA what?" And I'm like, "Go get him certified." So you know, poor dude. But like I said, you know, him and him and Jonathan were were fucking <laughs> awesome, and yeah. Every, all around everyone was great it was such a great event and i mean there's a million more shout outs we could give um but unfortunately we don't have that type of time here on the podcast so but uh look out el paso right that's yeah oh yeah i mean, might as well give a shout out you know give give everyone a heads up 
You know, you'll be bringing the bringing the heat to uh, El Paso. We're gonna try, man. We'll see what we'll happens. See. <laughs> <laughs> if we set up in time, yeah, no shit, <laughs> right? Jeez, ah, uh, good old setup. But yeah, um, is there anything else you guys want to throw on the table before we wrap it up? No, just it was. You know, when it comes to Comic Con, it was good job. You know, Albuquerque showing out. You know what I mean? Really? For sure. Um, and it, dude, it looked drama free. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I I think the only drama I saw was when uh, Edward James almost canceled, which it happens, right? You know, yeah. and there's upset people, but Pocahontas as well. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. And fucking Father Peter Gabriel or whatever the fuck his name is from The Walking Dead. Yeah. But oh. that, that's, I mean, that's that's part of the game. They have that, lives that should too. happen. Yeah, yeah people happen. get sick or they get last minute filming opportunities. I mean, they gotta yeah. make them. They gotta. They, they gotta make a living. Yeah, that's too. that's what their job is, right? Um, but I mean, aside from that, I didn't hear any kind of drama, like during the actual con. So yeah, it looks like it went out without a hitch. Everyone is having a good time, spending money. Get in their moments, right? Like we're talking about. Um, yeah, good good job, Albuquerque. You know? And oh, yeah. Good job for the uh, promoters and everyone who, all the volunteers and everyone who worked on it. Great job. And, um, yeah, just. I oh. even got to say, bro, like the staff and everything, too, was great. Like a lot of the, you know, a lot of the ones that were, like, helping us and guiding us when we're going through. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. And shout out to Angel. Your voice is absolutely amazing <laughs> she's got like a southern accent i've never met angel all the years i've never met her are you serious uh-uh. really? so when we were getting our bracelets you know when we get our our envelope or unless i just don't know her by name yeah i just recognize well i look the only reason i was able to find out was because someone was talking to her and then he asked her he goes well who's your he goes who are you and she goes I'm Angel, the one that communicates with you guys and sends out all the emails. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, bro, I could sit there and just sit and just fucking listen to her talk all day. Like, I mean, <laughs> it, it's Southern accent, and I was just like, oh, my God. She's beautiful, too. Whatever. I'll say it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Shooting your shot. Yeah. Shoot my shot. Um, but, yeah, I mean, all around, it was great. Drew, anything else that you got, bro, that you want to that you wanna leave with us before we wrap it up? No. Um, I mean, well... Like Sal said, no drama. I mean, everything was smooth. Shout out to the staff again, because even the volunteers that were coming around were truly trying to be helpful. They weren't just getting a free pass and walking around. You know what I mean? Like it, it was truly. We it felt like we had backup. Yeah, you know, for something that can be so chaotic and crazy and just you know. Um, shout out to the crew there. Thank you, Albuquerque Comic Con, and to Albuquerque itself, man. Yeah. Then, so they got a uh, Duke City Comic Con, same promoter. I think, I think they already uh, announced for June. Yeah. Hey. But uh, on the other side of the convention center, right? I think so. Usually Duke City always ends up at that Rio Grande Hotel. I think it's at the convention center. I Are they going to do it at the convention center I think again? I think they're doing the other side. Oh, okay. Where it's all in one room? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. That one's a little bit smaller. Maybe. I don't know. Well, maybe we'll, we'll kick that one around. Oh, shout out Lobo Comics again. Yes. Man. Thank Lobo you Comics. guys. Lobo Comics. <laughs> um, guys, ladies and gentlemen, that is all that we have for you. Time gets away from you very fast when you talk about what you love. And this is the podcast that talks about what they love. And I'm going to go ahead and leave you with something from another than the greatest of them all, Mr. Hulk Hogan. After I beat you and satisfy all the Hulkamaniacs, I'm going to get off by cranking your knob.
<laughs> what? Thank you, Hulk Hogan. That's exactly how I felt after this whole event. <laughs> I'm your host, Nando T. That's all we got for you guys. Just leave you with a little bit of humor. I, Sal's a little shy right now. Oh, what the fuck did I just hear? <laughs> Dude, I've been watching wrestling forever. I don't ever remember Hogan talking about cranking oh, knobs. <laughs> I heard that sound bite, bro, and I chopped it up just so that I could have it on there, man. Okay, all right. We'll leave it with this because now we're leaving. Get ready. Woo! Woo! Get ready. And we'll give you the we'll give you the mercy woo. Guys, that's all we got for you. Um, I've got my boy Sal over here, and we got the rookie Drew, so... We're going to be doing a lot more episodes, guys. Follow us anywhere you listen to your podcast. We're everywhere. You don't have to worry about it. Just type in the Funkaholics podcast and you're all set. We've got a lot of great episodes out there, guys. If you want to save a little bit of money, always remember popl.co, P-O-P-L.co. Use discount code FUNKAHOLICSPOD, F-U-N-K-A-H-O-L-I-K-S. Save you some money and we'll be back very very soon